Hello, gorgeous. I'm Camry McTeer with the Mindfully Fabulous podcast. This is your subscription to self-love. We do much more than talk once a month about self-love, but here on the podcast, you will hear me interview some spa owners, some people in the beauty field, some people in the health field, a few holistic therapists. We want to talk to everybody, and we want to see how they're promoting other women, how they're harnessing their self-love and encouraging other people to harness self love as well. So this podcast can benefit everyone because everyone needs to take out a little spot time for themselves. Take a listen, guys. Today's podcast is called Sick and Fabulous. We're going to talk to Ashley Edwards about how her role as a mentor and as a personal trainer helps her in her personal life to harness self-love and how she gives others the opportunity. Let's uh, get a little peek here. I feel as though part of that promoting those positive things Another big, big part of that is also eliminating toxic things. Um, obviously, that, that can be toxic food. That mm-hmm. can be um, toxic thinking, negative thinking, ruminating mm-hmm. over negative thoughts. But also a big part, a big thing that a lot of people feel guilty about is a toxic environment or toxic mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. If you have toxic people in your life, that's going to affect you, um, yep. how you feel about yourself. And so sometimes Mm -hmm. you have to just, you know, take a step back and not feeling bad about eliminating that toxic environment. You know, you can still show Mm -hmm. love, you can still show love, but you you have to protect your sanity. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Protecting your sanity. I like that. You just dropped a (laughs) lot of gems right there, girl. Like, yeah, we gonna love ourselves and we gonna eliminate. see Ashley had a lot to say about how we can remove bad toxins, have a life of positive thinking, and even when it comes to the food that we take into our bodies and our thinking and our environment, how we can be positive. So let's dive right into this full episode and hear what Ashley had to say. Good morning, Ashley. How are you? Good. Good morning, Cam. I'm doing good. How are you this morning? I'm good. Good. Up and at it. Yes. Yes, yes. It's a nice day today, too. So this is awesome. Absolutely. The sun's shining and we're feeling good. So first, we just want to thank you for joining us on Mindfully Fabulous today. Um, We're going to talk a little bit about your business, Fit to the Beat. Um, and how it promotes self-love and self-care. Are you ready to dive right in? Yes, I'm excited. Thanks for having me. Awesome, awesome. Of course, you know I had to have my home, girl. <laughs> so, <laughs> so first of all, um, tell us how you started Fit to the Beat. 
Okay, so how did I start Fit to the Beat? So this is actually my second business that I started, but the first okay. one, yeah, the first one that I started on my own, um, it kind of just happened. I was already into fitness. I was already teaching fitness at a gym, but well, I'll get to that a little bit later on, but mm-hmm. um, <laughs> circumstances change and, you know, when life throws you lemons, you kind of just have to find a way to make lemonade out of it. So um, I saw this as an opportunity for me to start an online business, which is actually something that I've always kind of wanted to do. But I had no idea how to start something like that. Mm -hmm. No idea at all. But um, it kind of just worked out. So how I started, um, I did my research. I had a vision. Um, of what I saw my business looking like, uh, which is not where it's at today. Okay. How, <laughs> how, <laughs> you just got to go for the ride and see how Absolutely. things work out. Um, mm-hmm. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. We can edit that out. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So I had. So yeah, go ahead. Mm -hmm. So I had my vision. um, I made a plan. I did my research, and then I took action. Um, That's kind of how it got started. Okay. Cool. So, what inspired you to start this? Like, you were working at you know your other job, teaching fitness classes. You were loving it. So, what lemons are you talking about? What started? What prompted you to like say, Mm -hmm. I want to do this on my own now? Yeah, absolutely. So my first inspiration, honestly, was um, just going back a little while back was with me and my journey. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I was overweight um, and I just I started doing Zumba classes. I started doing group fitness classes. Mm-hmm. Um, I started losing weight doing that. And then I eventually I wanted to teach um, fitness myself. So okay. I got mm-hmm. certified. I started teaching at LA Fitness. Um, mm-hmm. I was teaching Zumba and I was teaching a couple other um, strength classes there. And I just, I liked the effect that it had on people and myself as well. You know, mm-hmm. doing, doing something that I love, but also that is helping me while also helping others. Um, That's awesome. Helping yourself and also helping others. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Yes. Awesome. So, so that kind of led me to wanting to do more, wanting to learn more about the human body and different things like that. So, you know, I became a certified personal trainer. Okay, um, right. And that was when the I thought I wanted to do online fitness. But like I said before, I didn't know how to get started. So um, an opportunity came up for me to work at Orange Theory Fitness. Okay. Um, so I was there for a while. And then, of course, COVID happened. So that's the lemons. Yeah. That that threw lemons on everybody. That yes. <laughs> rained on everybody's parade, okay? <laughs> yes, exactly. So, um, you know, so the gym was shut down, of course, and they yeah. we, we ended up teaching online classes with some of the members there. And then a couple of my friends had asked me to do some online classes as well. So I was like, okay, you know, why not give this a try? Um, and so that's kind of how I got started with that. And okay, one, okay. one thing just led to another. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, it sounds like you have an inspiring story that we're going to dive right into. So um, here at the Certified Body, our definition of self-love is um, building, loving yourself along the journey of making yourself the best version of yourself possible. 
Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, as you're on this journey, always changing, always improving, always growing. It's mm-hmm. like becoming the best version of yourself and loving the process. So that's our definition of self-love. Um, you personally or business-wise, what's your definition of self-love? Mm, you know what? It's actually very similar to your definition. I okay. love that um, learning about the journey. I feel like self-love is a journey because mm-hmm. you're not the same person at 30 that you were at 20. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you change. And with those changes, you have to approach yourself differently. You have to adapt. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and you have to love yourself. Love yourself enough to take care of yourself, take care of your health, um, you know, eating good nutritionist foods, mm-hmm. um, exercising to feel good, you know, um, yep. and just really taking care of your mind also, you know, because yep. if you... If you don't take care of your mind, you won't be able to take care of your body. It just won't happen, you know? Mm -hmm. So if, you know, my definition of self-love is just taking care of that spiritual, emotional, mental, and physical health. health. And if you don't know where to start, um, just doing some research on figuring out what works for you. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. That's awesome. Doing your research, figuring out how you can make exercising like a feel good thing, not not a punishment. And, you know, yeah, I think that's awesome. And definitely we have to view self-love as a journey. Nobody gets to that point of, oh, I love myself. I'm done. Like, (laughs) no, like you said, you're not the same. Every few years we change, especially as women. We're different people every time we wake up sometimes. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) we have to continue to accept ourselves, accept the changes and love those changes and, and that difference. That's awesome. So, uh, so, you know, with your personal definition of self-love in mind, how does your business promote self-love? Tell us more about exercising and eating right to show self-love to ourselves. Okay, I will. And you know what? I did have something else to add to that self-love and I got it like, I'm like, oh, I definitely want to talk about this. Oh yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Let's do it. Let's do it. So, um, Also, part of that, I feel as though part of that promoting those positive things, another big, big part of that is also eliminating toxic things. Um, obviously, that, that can be toxic food, that mm-hmm. can be um, toxic thinking, negative thinking, ruminating mm-hmm. over negative thoughts. But also a big part, a big thing that a lot of people feel guilty about is a toxic environment or toxic mm-hmm. people. If you have toxic people in your life, that's going to affect you, um, yep. how you feel about yourself. And so mm-hmm. sometimes you have to just, you know, take a step back and not feeling bad about eliminating that toxic environment. Absolutely. You know, you can still show mm-hmm. love, you can still show love, but you, you have to protect your sanity. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Protecting your sanity. I like that. You just dropped a <laughs> lot of gems right there, girl. Like, we, yeah, we gonna love ourselves and we gonna eliminate mm-hmm. the toxins. I yes. like that. Mm-hmm. So how does your business help you do that? So a lot of ways. Um, mm-hmm. My business helped me to eliminate because it's a learning process so mm-hmm. I mentioned before the vision that I had is not where I'm at right now right right different and where mm-hmm. I'm at right now I'm so much more happier where I'm at now versus where I thought I wanted to be but I had to go through the journey to learn that I had to do my research learn about myself which my business has actually 
really allowed me to learn a lot about myself on a different level. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Like level up. We're going to go to the next level. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Yep. So what obstacles have you uh, faced personally when harnessing self-love? So I would say there's definitely layers to this. So initially, Mm -hmm. obviously, before I even got started in this um, fitness business, um, just my journey, I remember being at a clothing store with one of my friends and we were trying on clothes and I literally had to try on like a million outfits for it to fit just right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was just, I, I didn't feel good. You know, I didn't yeah. feel good mm-hmm. having to go through all of that and not having something fit me, not feeling good, like feeling yeah. like confident in how I wanted to feel. Mm-hmm. Um And obviously, I feel like there's different shapes and sizes. And what matters is if you're happy with who who you are within. Absolutely. I was was not happy with who I was. I wasn't happy with the environment that I was promoting for myself or allowing myself to have. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I decided that I had to make some changes for me. Um, Mm -hmm. That was an obstacle. um, And on a business level... Um, there has been many obstacles. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Does your industry face any common obstacles? Oh yeah, definitely. And especially, um, hopefully this doesn't offend anybody, but it's just, it is <laughs> what it is. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> um, being a black female in the fi- mm-hmm. fitness industry, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if it's a per. I think it could be more of a perceived thing. Yeah. Or a reality, it can go both ways, but I'll give you an example, you know. Okay. Yeah, let's talk about this hard stuff. Let's get it out there. If we don't, it's not offending nobody. This is our truth. We're going to live in our truth. So let's talk about it. Yeah, so tell us. Yeah, so I think I have some, um, just some insecurities being a Black female. For example, when I was at Orange Theory Fitness, I was the only Uh Black black coach there. Okay. Not not just there. Like I would literally go to other gyms to find another black female coach. (laughs) Yeah, you're like, am I the only one? Yeah, and I'm just like, wow. Like, can you imagine how that feels when you're the only person doing something? It's just like, Mm -hmm. wow. So you know, that was an obstacle. Even though every everyone loves me and loved what I was doing, still was just Mm -hmm. like, you know, trying to measure up that feeling. Um, But then also, even from a Um, aesthetic point of view um, being in the fitness industry so Mm -hmm. you have also social media you know everyone is putting out all of these different images a lot of people are airbrushing abs yep yeah yeah you're right Mm -hmm. airbrushing abs and it's like um you know it's hard to compete with fake stuff it's mm -hmm. like it's not real (laughs) yes exactly it's just not real and then I think that For a black female, you're kind of in the middle. For example, when you're with your family and with your friends um, in the black community, 
Um, mm-hmm. Having muscles is not always looked at as like a good thing. Exactly. They're like, oh, that's manly or that's aggressive yeah. or uh-huh. yes, I definitely <laughs> have hard things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just for wanting to be for wanting to be strong and empowered, like that's like a negative thing in the black yes. community. And then I've even heard that uh saying where they're like, she got Angela Bassett arms, and that's yeah. like supposed to be a compliment, but at the same time, it's like, I mean, Angela Bassett's arms are beautiful. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> like Michelle is that a compliment <laughs> yes uh, right or michelle obama arms right it's like okay that's a good thing like their arms are toned like yes. what <laughs> like i'm confused <laughs> like is this a compliment or not like yes and what a lot of people don't realize also is that um black bodies are very different than a lot of other bodies we absolutely rec- we recruit muscle a lot faster and a lot easier yep you know, it's just oh, our genetic makeup right exactly so you can put you know two people that go to the gym and do the exact same thing but that the black person is going to recruit those muscles faster mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So yep, anyway. and sometimes that can be hard because other people are comparing themselves to you and, and then you're mm-hmm. comparing yourselves to other people. So yeah, I can definitely see how that can be a challenge. Yeah, and then but when you go to work, for example, when you're at Orange Theory, it's like, oh, that's a great thing. So it's like, it's a good yeah. thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, or you have the other end, if you have thighs, like, you know, as Black women, we can be curvy and have big yeah. thighs and big yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, more so, bottom heavy. Yeah, so you go there and it's just like, you know, you're you're different. Like, you, Absolutely. You, you're built. You're built. So it's, yeah. like, uh, it's just too much. But um, I would say that for me, um, what has helped me to deal with that is, for one, I have to focus on what makes me feel good. And absolutely what makes me happy absolutely um, because at the end of the day everybody is going to have an opinion um mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter because it's just their opinion <laughs> absolutely let them have their own opinion exactly and yep. so um because i've i've worked with different clients that has have literally reverted their pro- progress because of worrying about what other people would think yep but yep. they felt mm-hmm. good. They felt happy with who yeah. they were becoming, but they decided mm-hmm. to, to go back because of what other people think. And so at the end of the day, you have to do what works for you. And as far as um, social media goes, that's um, sometimes you have to take a break, but also you have to look at things as reality. You yep, know? Exactly, exactly. Everything that glitters is not gold and everything mm-hmm. that you see is not real. So you just got yep. to stay in your lane. Absolutely. One thing my mom always told me was what other people think of you is none of your business. Mm-hmm. so like some people might find that hard because they're like no what they think of me is my business but it's like no their thoughts are their own like mm-hmm. let them think what they want to think let them say what they're going to say you don't really have to worry about it at all like yeah. and like you said just stay in your line don't play the comparison game yeah. and just focus on your progress and loving yourself and loving your journey and it's all about you and how you can help and inspire others in a positive way. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's real big in the fitness industry, especially as a black woman. I can definitely see that. But we see yeah. you overcoming it, honey. Keep, <laughs> keep doing it. OK. Well, thank you, girl. Thank you. It's, Absolutely. It's a journey. It's a Absolutely. Journey. Yes. <laughs> so just to talk about um, 
you as like an entrepreneur, like switching from working uh, for a bigger company to completely working for yourself? How has this affected like your family life, you as a wife? How has this affected your daily life? Like, I know that your life probably looks different. Has this affected you like being an entrepreneur? Has it affected you in like a positive way or is it do you find it very challenging? So I would say definitely overall positive, um, mm-hmm. but I, I'm a firm believer in the saying, or not even a saying, the truth that anything good that you have good comes with its challenges. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, when you want something good, you have to work for it. Just like when mm-hmm. you're trying to reach a different, you know, a fitness level, you have to work, you have to work for that. And my journey through weight loss has taught me a lot also in just dealing with obstacles, you know, with life. And mm-hmm. um, when you reach an obstacle or a roadblock, how to overcome that, how to build resilience, how to keep going. Um, and so that also translated heavily to this entrepreneur life because you have obstacles. Um, if you're trying mm-hmm. to get to point A, like you're going to have roadblocks. And so as far as my family life goes, I think that has made it better. Um, I, I get to um, spend more time on my time. Like I get to, mm-hmm. you know, schedule my time how I want to schedule it. Um, the family, like, for example, my nephew, he lives with us. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. He's having a more healthier lifestyle. Like, so we have our gym, you know, mm-hmm. he'll be working out. He'll, he milk uh, preps. He plans his meals for the week. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Nico. <laughs> yes, Nico. Yep. Yes. Yes. That's awesome. So it's affected your family in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. And just my my time. Like it really has affected me mentally too, because mm-hmm. I promise you, just being an entrepreneur, you definitely go through different mental hurdles. Um, Absolutely. You can, you can either fall flat and stay down there. Yeah. Or you can be like that tennis ball. Remember, we went on our, our yes. walk the other day. Yes. <laughs> what was it? Resilience? Yes. Resilience. Was that the word? Yeah. Yes. You can be like that tennis ball. And when you fall on the ground, you bounce back. And so, exactly. Exactly. Every time that you bounce back, you learn something about yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just, I feel like my life is more calmer now. Um, okay. Yeah. More, more peaceful. Um, and I don't just, if I see a problem, I'm going to just figure out how to get work through it. Versus exactly. Just, you don't look at it as a challenge that you cannot overcome. You look at it and you're like, okay, how am I going to overcome this? Mm -hmm. a major stronger person that's awesome and then so you talked a little bit about being an auntie with a nephew that lives with you we know that you're a wife and you know many other roles a sister a friend so out of all the roles in your life as a woman because women you know we have so many roles and sometimes we're double dipping in the roles (laughs) so what role in your life would you say feeds your soul the most that you get the most energy from like when I harness this role in my life I I just feel good about myself which role is that for you hmm. <clears throat> there's so many I really love yeah. all the roles that I have mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean obviously I'm gonna say I you know being a wife is definitely my joys yeah um in life because my husband he's so supportive too like mm-hmm. he's literally be- become my advisor like I right <laughs> for advice like what mm-hmm. should I do 
Absolutely. He's, he's just so supportive at just guidance. Um, mm-hmm. And we support each other. You know, we support mm-hmm. each other. Um, so that, I mean, that's, we just, we have a great time. Like We have fun. Yeah. We just, we have a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, but <clears throat> that's the obvious. But I will say, I do have to add, um, being a mentor for me is, okay, has been really great. And what I mean by mm-hmm. that is, that role translates to my social life and my entrepreneur life. And I never okay. saw it doing that. And mm-hmm. so that vision that I was telling you about in the beginning of yes. life, where I saw myself with, you know, fitness, mm-hmm. um, just like doing classes and, you know, different things like that. But I'm uh, coaching now, which That's awesome. is completely different than me and just a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. For, Absolutely. For example, when I was just a personal trainer, you know, if someone had struggles with weight loss or different things, I would, mm-hmm. my prescription for them would be a meal plan and an exercise plan. Right, here, right. Here, mm-hmm. do this. Okay, you get results. And mathematically, that works. The process works. But right. there's so many pillars in that process that are not hit upon by many in this industry. So the emotional part, like, why mm-hmm. are you why are you binge eating or why when you get to this certain weight you start are you panicking and you're yeah. choking and you're and you're stopping yes because the mm-hmm. thing is is that if you don't attack the mental aspect of why this person is overweight or why they're having mm-hmm. so much trouble exercising on a regular basis then even when they do your program then they're going to revert back to what the problem was because they never exactly. attacked what that mental problem was so that's awesome yep. that now in your business like you as a mentor like you're <clears throat> going after the seed of the problem to truly truly help someone on a long term that's just beautiful yes Yes, yep. I, I love that because it's just more impactful and it's more sustainable. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when you figure out the why, it's empowering versus just giving someone a meal plan. Personally, I like to work with my clients to come up with something that is good for them that they want to do. Mm-hmm. And this way, it promotes empowerment because you're making your own decisions. So beautiful. Um, that mentor role, I, I would say, is also in my social life. Um, mm-hmm. so for example, um, you know, I talk to, uh, young women about different things like dating mm-hmm. or, yep. you know, goals or different mm-hmm. things like that. And I'm an auntie and yeah. so I, I would say that mentor coach role. Um, I, I do love that about my life (laughs) yeah that's awesome and that's a hard role that's a hard role because you have this responsibility that somebody is looking to you to know like which what should I do auntie you know like Mm -hmm. you know like what which way should I go what what should I do you're you're very impressionable on the mind at this point so that's a heavy role but it sounds like it's one that you're stepping up to the plate to and like making it work for you and and helping people with it so that's that's just amazing so oh go ahead yeah um like what you just said like that was something for me that I also was a lesson for me because Mm -hmm. I I did used to um carry a like I would feel responsible for Mm -hmm. a person either doing or not doing something but that was something that I had to learn like yes, I'm available for guidance or whatever, or just to talk to, you mm-hmm. know, or whatever, but I'm not making your decisions for you. Right. You have to, mm-hmm. you have to make your own decisions for yourself. And I'm not going to feel bad or responsible because 
we're all adults. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everyone has to make their own decisions for themselves. And I personally had to learn to let that go and not take on that level of responsibility yeah. because that balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, because I can definitely see how that could get scary. Like, oh, these people are coming to me for advice. But it's like you found your your balance. That's awesome. So before we wrapped up, because we just have like a few minutes left, I wanted to get your opinion on this article that I read. Um, So the website was called like grotonetwork.com. And the Mm -hmm. name of the article was learning to love my body through exercise. So Mm -hmm. when I read it I thought about you and I'm like I think I want to go a little unscripted with Ashley and just like yeah (laughs) and just like get her opinion on on this article so it's a woman who who wrote the article about her personal experience and basically she talked about how she started to have body image trouble when she was just 12 years old and Mm. she started to like weigh her food when she got stretch marks in high school she just started to like really be hard on herself and she would she would start running and do marathons um but she never could truly keep the weight off because she was always viewing exercise as punishment Mm. and so the one thing that she wraps up the article when she she gives us the positive spin on it how it can help us is that she said you know if you relate to the mentality of exercise as punishment, I challenge you to shift your perspective on exercise, make it an act of love. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just going to read like five aspects that she, you know, gave us to help us change our aspect on exercise. And then I just want you to pick which one stands out to you the most Mm -hmm. as a personal trainer in your business. So number one, when it comes to exercise, um, don't compare yourself to others. Comparison is the thief of joy. So that was her first one. The mm-hmm. second one is to know that it's okay to take a day off. Your body needs rest. Leave the mm-hmm. guilt at the door. Love your body by giving it the much needed rest. And then mm-hmm. number three, switch things up. Try a new exercise routine. We all get tired of doing the same thing over and over, but when it becomes burdensome, go ahead and switch it up. Don't stop exercising, just switch up your routine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then number four, there will be ups and downs in your workouts and that's okay. So mm-hmm. every good workout is a gift and every bad workout teaches you a lesson. So I'm sure that you, you even know more about that. Mm-hmm. And then number five, surround yourself with people who hold a positive view of exercise. And, mm-hmm. and you know, that one kind of touches like what you were saying earlier about your environment. Mm-hmm. And so like, uh, cause this one <laughs> sentence says you cannot sustain a rigorous exercise regimen without eating the food that will help you recover or taking care of your mental health. So you need mm-hmm. people to help you stay balanced and get you excited about exercise as a form of self-love. So mm-hmm. out of the five of those, which one kind of like stood out to you the most? You know what, Cam? It's funny. I honestly cannot say one because mm-hmm. I've literally had to, um, part of my journey, I've had to literally go through all every single last one yeah. of them. Yeah. They're all, they're all are important. There's really not one over the other. Yeah, I knew you would like it. this article. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so true because you can be around some people who, who hate or, or who's mad about your progress mm-hmm. and who start, start talking down about exercise. Like it's yes. a bad thing because mm-hmm. they don't want to do it. And it's like, yep. okay, just because you don't want to do it. And you do. Like I've had to switch up, like especially right now, I'm doing all low impact stuff. 
Uh-huh. And I used to be the girl in the gym going the hardest in the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my body liked it. That's how I loved that fuel. It fueled my body at that time. But yeah. right now where, I, where I'm at in my stage in life, I do Pilates. I ride my bike. I go for mm-hmm. walks yep. right now. Yeah. Um, and I have to take rest. And I would tell every client of mine, because your muscles recover when they're at rest. A lot of people mm-hmm. don't know that. Um, yeah, that's when they're that's when they're building when they're at rest. So if you're go go going, you're not doing anything. You're actually damaging. You're putting added absolutely, stress on your body. absolutely, and you're punishing your body instead of loving it. Exactly. So yep. and exercise is a gift. Like we're we're mm-hmm. made, we're created to move and to love movement. So mm-hmm. finding those things that you love and that works and that's joyful, joyful mu- movement. Absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, I will definitely uh, send you this article because I think you'll enjoy it and you can use it for your clients and your coaching. And then I will put the website on the um, on the uh, episode notes at the end too. Um, and so our last question, our last question. So we consider being mindfully fabulous. Basically, the word mindful is to be aware, to, to be aware of where you are now, to accept your place in time right now, that I am wonderful right now, and this is where I'm at, just to be aware and acceptable, and then to be fabulous, of course, whatever your definition of fabulous is, that right now I accept myself and I am fabulous in the life and the, in the things that I am doing right now. So how are you mindfully fabulous? So I would say yes, all of those things, accepting, um, but accepting who you are, where you are right now, but also deciding because Mm -hmm. sometimes if you accept where you are and it's not where you want to be, I I think sometimes today that that, um, self-care, the self-love, sometimes people can view it as not doing anything to change a situation. Absolutely. To change a situation you have to take action to change it. But, mm-hmm. you know, um, so yeah, so, you know, deciding to make the changes that you personally want to make, not mm-hmm. what the next person wants, but what you want and just going for it, going for your goals, your dreams, go for mm-hmm. it. Absolutely. So that will wrap up our episode, Ashley. Thank you so much for joining us. I feel like you dropped so many awesome gems. We will definitely put the link to your your website for your virtual workouts and coaching, as well as your Instagram in the um, episode notes at the end of this for everybody to follow you and be a part of what you're doing. Thanks, Kim. Thanks for having me. This was awesome. I hope you enjoyed your day. Yes, you too. See you later. Yeah. Okay, bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's Mindfully Fabulous podcast, Fit and Fabulous with Ashley Edwards. In the notes here, we're going to put the article that we've discussed. We're going to put Ashley's website on her virtual workouts for everybody to go ahead and check out, as well as her Instagram, Fit to the Beat, where she shares positivity and positive 
vibes, people. So um, if you have not subscribed to the Mindfully Fabulous subscription, subscribe now. Um, this featured episode was for June. Spa boxes for summer go out July 1st. And then we're going to have a whole new guest speaker and episode for July. So if you want to be on that email list, subscribe now. Um, visit the certifiedbody.shop to subscribe to our email list buy your spa box, subscribe to your subscription so you can get daily affirmations, you can get DIY tips if you don't have a home care routine, self-care routine. It just helps you um, in your journey to self-love. So subscribe now or buy a spa box and gift it to someone. Like I said, they're ready for pre-order now. So um, hopefully everyone has a great day and thank you again for listening.